Warning, this show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity. Enjoy at your own risk. Hey there, and welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and thanks for joining me. I don't think I have to tell you that the world can be a dark and scary place for us all. And I'm here to help you get through the miasma of that negativity one episode at a time. Now, to accomplish this, I have a guest tell me about their favorite thing. And we get to share in their enthusiasm. Now, the catch is I'm not already a fan of their thing. So, they get to teach me about it. However, I realized recently that it's easy to like something as long as I had an excited person explaining why it was great. And so, this podcast and all its potential positive feelings is born from that. And so for today's episode, we have the Tim Tam Slam himself, Duty Dutrum from Shaken Not Nerd. Duty, how's it going, mate? I'm doing well. I haven't had a Tim Tam Slam, I don't think, since I sent you that video. Um, so it's been nearly a year. Wow, that's actually really sad. That's actually, that's really yeah, sad. Yeah, and Those things are, that's amazing. They're easy to find in supermarkets. You can just buy Tim Tams everywhere here. But like, yeah, I, I haven't had a Tim Tam Slam since I did it with, with beer a couple a couple of months back. Oh, man. Probably, I, think, I think it was January this year. <laughs> so, okay. We are not talking about Tim Tam Slams, but can, can you kind of like, for the American audience, kind of explain what this is really quick? Like, because it, it is an amazing yeah, thing. so it's a, it's a, it's a rectangular chocolate biscuit in Australia called Tim Tam. You buy it a diagonal corner off each and whatever you're drinking, whether it's coffee, it, it generally works with coffee and tea and, and hot chocolate, the warm style drinks. Um, you sort of use it as a straw for a quick second or two and then you just slam, you just put slamming mean, you, you just shove the whole Tim Tam into your mouth because like it's, the hot coffee's gone through the biscuit and it just makes it all gooey and melty and really nice. Now That's it. I, and I did find Tim Tams at Winco uh, so they are available here in the States. I'm sure World Market carries them too if you don't have a Winco there. And the best way to describe them is like a much better version and a, and a wider version of a Kit Kat bar would be for the American audience. And I, I wonder if they're available in, in the UK as well, but they're delicious. They really are. They're better. They're way better than a Kit Kat, but like that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, it, it's, it's not as dense on the inside as a Kit Kat, it's 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 a softer or thinner sort of thinner and longer wafer, so it's more of like a it's not like half the size of like a bank card. It's 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 like a banking card size. It's not like a thin stick. Um, and yeah, it's it's once you have one, you're just like oh wow. But then like the problem is li- living in Australia, you're just used to it. It's like oh my god, Tim Tams are amazing. I'm like yeah, they're a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's probably like being in Southern California when people talk about like In and Out Burger, or just like the yes. like having avocados just readily available. And <laughs> things well, that, well, that's the thing. Like I had a I had a payday and all these like uh, you know American chocolates when I came to America, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing! I love Shock Top, and they're like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's so funny. You think that your things that are readily available to you are just everywhere. And they're not, and so it makes it yeah. more. I mean, it's similar to you having this glorious accent that you have. It sounds amazing to us over here in the states, but for you, for you, it's just a you know, it's just how you 
It's just every other guy sounds just like you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not even Australian. Like you, you, you know, if you if you put a couple of drinks into my wife, her Australian comes in. It's oh yeah, yeah, nah, oh, I'm right, no thanks, and it's just it turns into that. But for me, it's just I'm a, I'm a normal dude. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, tell everybody a little bit about Shaken Not Nerd, and uh, and also it's like sh- slight spinoff or whatever, sl- Shaken Not Noob, at, and everything you do over there. It's a uh, it's a it's a twice weekly podcast. Uh, you just search Shaken Not Nerd uh, either on your podcasting app or you can even search it on YouTube as well. Um, so on uh, it'll be sort of Sunday afternoon, Sunday evenings uh, for states. We release a, a movie episode of Shake and Not Nerd which uh, will review whatever it is so our most probably most recent one will be uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker where we're going to do two episodes for that and then um, we've taken a break on Noob at the moment which is our video gaming podcast which releases probably Thursday night for you guys uh, and that is just video games so we don't talk about anything movie wise it's just all we talk about is what's the most recent game what's going on in the gaming world um, if we do a video game review so if we do one for um, speaking of Star Wars the Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order you can listen to the video review of you can listen to the review of that, or you can go onto YouTube and actually look at our video review of it. And I'll throw in some funny memes, and I'll compare you know some games to other games, and I'll try and provide as much as I can an unbiased review. But it's the same thing with this podcast. As soon as I like it, I like it, and I can't stop not liking it. It's just <laughs> when it came to our game of the year episode, I'm like, these are my games of the year. I absolutely love them. I cannot recommend them enough. Give them a look. <laughs> and if you just want a bunch of charismatic guys that are just really delightful to listen to, it's it's super great to, to check out. And it's not just about they when they like like Duty said when they like something they're gonna let you know when they don't like something they're also gonna let you know. But they're for the most part I I mean they they, they follow the same vein here. They like most things, and uh, it's it's great and it's fun to listen to and. We've been friends for years. Uh, Fuzzy, your one of your co-hosts. Mm. We've been friends. He's, he's, he's. Gosh, we've been friends for for years as well. And uh, we're even talking about you coming to the states again, which would be great. I know you might not be West Coast this time, but still, it'd be. It'd, it'd, we're we're thinking we're thinking of doing West Coast just so we can do the Disney because I want to go build my own lightsaber. Oh, so, see, there you go. Uh, that that's that's on the cards yeah so if we, we could tee it up to so you can take the girls to disneyland and then we'll just meet you there oh gosh i mean that sounds like a great day just like they would love it <laughs> oh man that would be great and then uh we me and you used we did a a, a seven part mini series on all things lego a few years back that was a blast oh, too bric-a-brac yeah bric-a-brac <clears throat> that was that a was, lot of that fun. was fantastic because that's we got we got mul- we got great ideas like we were we were put put you know what's our own idea for a lego set and then lego's doing it they made the jurassic park set that we recommend right i know i feel like did they steal that from us because we, we each episode maybe we, we, we i know lego here up we're coming for you and <laughs> uh, yeah, we talked about the what our dream sets would be for certain genres. So we did an entire episode on a Star Wars Lego. We did an entire episode on on like uh, on different properties that weren't Star Wars. And our dream set for that episode was the 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 gate with a T Rex. And the only thing that we said was we'd want the Jeep as well. And they didn't do the Jeep. And but like oh my gosh yeah. I mean it's too it's exactly what I would have wanted oh man well and you bought it as well yeah. I did yeah it's actually sitting above my head right now as we record so on a very secure 
earthquake-proof shelf. So, <laughs> but yeah, you you have the the most beautiful Lego room I've ever seen. <laughs> if you ever uh, if you ever are in Bakersfield, you get to sleep in this room because it's it's our spare bedroom. So um, it would. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you, you wait. We'd be like, okay, guys, we got to go. Thank you so much for your hospitality. Where did half of my Lego sets go? <laughs> And your backpack is. I could have swore I had one. <laughs> Alex, have you seen? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then your, and then your 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 suitcase is like kind of clinking around. It's got that telltale. Yeah, it's jingling, jingling noise. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh well, I could talk about Lego with you for for I mean literally seven more episodes because we've done it before and I could do it again. Yeah. But but people love Lego. But people want to hear about your thing. So my man, what is your thing? My thing that I like to like is... Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Which Dragon we've Ball discussed Z. before, you are completely uh, unaware of, of it, and it just looks like nonsensical <laughs> screaming. I know, okay, I know that there's a guy called Goku, right? Yes. Let me Let me give a little bit of what I know, and I know that he's... A Saiyan, right? Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. And yep. I know, and they fight a lot. That's kind of what it is. And I do know that there's Dragon Ball Z, and then like Dragon Ball, not Z. There's like other ones too, right? But so, yeah. So yeah. What's Dragon Ball Z? That's all I know. What is a Dragon Ball? What's a Dragon Ball? So a, a Dragon Ball is sort of this. Um, it's. Uh, physically to describe it it's this glass orange it's not glass but it looks like glass okay. it's like this glass orange ball probably the size of a of a tennis ball roughly um and it'll have a star in it so um there's seven different dragon balls and when you get all seven and you put them together you summon essentially this this great big dragon which is this big green dragon and he grants you a wish whatever wish you want so oh. if you want millions of dollars if you want to bring someone back from the dead you can you can make wishes um there are rules when it comes to the wishes so it, it's sort of a little bit like aladdin um but essentially you can go get all seven dragon balls make your wish and then one year later you can get the dragon balls again and have another wish is that the driving force behind the show is getting these dragon balls the, the original Dragon Ball show, so there's Dragon Ball, there's Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Uh, there was an American spin-off called GT, which what well, it's not canon, so okay. it's, it's not like official story. Okay. Um, and then they made Dragon Ball Super, which is the most recent ones. Um, so Dragon Ball is all about getting the Dragon Balls in, essentially and, and making wishes and all that sort of stuff. And it follows the character of Goku as an infant. So he's about six to eight years old when the show starts, so he's quite young. Uh, and then in Dragon Ball Z, he's roughly in his early 20s. He has a kid already. Uh, and then in Dragon Ball Super, he's in his 50s and he's got uh, he's, he's got his sons. And then one of his sons has a daughter. So it's sort of like, um, it's a little bit like Star Wars. Like the first three episodes, the first sort of episode one Star Wars is like Dragon Ball. Like it's a kid, you're following this sort of kid. And then you realize that, you know, little Goku turns into big Goku and he becomes this sort of big character. He's very similar to, to Superman, his sort of origin story. Okay, I have heard that before. Like, I, 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 like I'm aware of pop culture, obviously. It's one of those things, like when I've talked about, like, the Taylor Swift episode. I know that this thing exists. And so, and I know, so Dragon mm. Ball Z, specifically, that's your jam. 
that I, I understand you're probably a fan. Like like me, I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of different things, but there are specific ones. So Dragon Ball Z really focuses on Goku, this character, as, as an adult. Yeah, yeah. So Dragon Ball is all about him as a kid, but Z follows. They tried to sort of... You can sort of tell at the start of Dragon Ball Z, they tried to focus more on Goku's son, okay. who is roughly the same age as Goku in the in the first show. What's um, Goku's son's probably name? About three or f- he's called Gohan. Gohan, okay. Yeah, so they try to focus on him a little bit, so they give him sort of his own seasons and stuff like that, and he's a really well-fleshed-out character. He's a little bit like... Um, um, he's a little bit in regards more personality-wise of, say, something like... Uh, Sort of, I don't want to say Superman again because there is a lot of references and pullbacks to Superman. But Gohan doesn't really like fighting. He he likes being, he's just happy, constantly happy. And Goku is similar in that regard as well. Um, but he doesn't like, sort of, if if there's a if there's a big evil that they're fighting, he doesn't like killing it, and he doesn't like being forced into conflict. He hates it. Uh, where Goku is, he's happy, he's lovely, he's go lucky, but he always loves fighting. He just, it's his favorite thing to do is is, is fight people. So just as for fun or okay. for tournaments or whatever it is, and it's it's an absolutely you'll learn you'll instantly love the characters within the show. I guarantee it. Like so, and I know that there's a okay. I know that you have a tattoo of one of the characters. I think it's v- yes. Vegeta, right? I think I've heard that one as well. Vegeta, yeah. Okay. Yep. So the the way that the it's a really interesting way that the show works its villains because a, a lot of the way majority of the time with its villains is they introduce a bad guy. He's the he's the sort of like the, the you know the big bad guy for the season or he's a recurring bad guy. And as the show keeps going, because it, it's a great show, but it is a long show. It's about nine seasons, and each season is about thirty to forty episodes. Whoa, um, that's a lot. Yeah, it's. It's a it's a bit of a slog, but it's 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 beautiful, um, and each villain slowly turns into sort of an anti-hero, and then he turns into a good guy, and then he turns into a close knit friend into the group. Okay. Um, so Vegeta starts off as a bad guy, and then he turns flat into an anti-hero, and then he turns into more of an anti-hero in regards to okay, cool. I only like no one gets to kill Goku. I get to kill him because I want to have the satisfaction of killing him. And then it just turns into I constantly fight Goku because if I don't keep fighting and keeping up with Goku, he'll become stronger than me. And I don't want to be under him. I want to be at his level or higher than him. So it's this sort of like that's it's a it's a rivalry. It's a competition rivalry between them. Where Goku's very you'll laugh at Goku. Goku's very funny, but Vegeta doesn't joke. He is. Vegeta is Batman. He is constantly serious. Oh. He doesn't switch off. He's he's that style of character. So they're aliens then. So that that's kind of what the parallel for yeah, Superman yeah. is. Okay. And they're just like ultra powerful. Yeah, so Goku arrives on Earth after his planet explodes. Okay. Um, in a space pod similar to, yeah. to Superman. He's found by an old man in the forest and then he's, he's trained. Um, but unlike uh, unlike Superman who gets his powers from the sun, Goku is a, is a Saiyan and they're born with a tail. So they, they stand out a little bit. But um, the way that their sort of their race works, when they get defeated in a battle, 
when they sort of rest and recuperate, they're stronger and they learn from each battle. So every time they sort of fail, they're a little bit stronger each time. So oh. they sort of constantly keep lifting themselves up. So they're not strong from the get-go. They, they slowly keep sort of increasing themselves. And that's why throughout the show, you get a lot of like filler episodes of just Goku training because it's like, cool, he's, he's, he's tapped out at, you know, 20,000 push-ups. And then like, you know, 20 minutes later, he's doing 40,000 and he's doing so many and all that sort of stuff. So their, their race is really interesting. So it's, they have, I don't want to spoil anything because I think first season you'll get absolutely hooked. And then there's just so many different sort of interpretations and, and abilities that they learn from being this particular race as well as they learn it from like humans can do things like humans can do some similar things like you know shoot energy balls out of their hands and all that sort of stuff as well all right so so people the other races can can learn to fight as well but like the saiyans are like like are they like the peak guys i guess yeah saiyans are the it's, it's all about sort of this saiyan race um, you do get other races like Namekian, who's pick is this character called Piccolo. So he's green, he's got long ears and sort of antennas, and he's bald. Okay, um, I've seen him before. The, what, I've seen I've seen him too. So that's Piccolo. Yeah, so he's a villain in Dragon Ball, but then as the show keeps going, he becomes a good guy, and he's similar in regards to Vegeta. He doesn't have a a, a, a personality switch off. <laughs> he's that constant serious. Okay. <laughs> but Vegeta is that sort of aggressive serious where Piccolo is this sort of monotone serious. Like, when he's not fighting, he's just meditating. He's just sort of... Oh. He's, he's doing his own thing where Vegeta is constantly fighting. Um, so there are a lot of... There's a heap of different characters throughout the show. You get Krillin, who is the same age as Goku, but he's tiny and he's got uh, six dots on his forehead. You've got Tien, who's a three-eyed human. You've got all these different sort of characters throughout their sort of collective team. Um, it's a little bit like, you know, like the Avengers and, and stuff like that. How there's Thor, there's Captain America, there all these different personality lineups, and they're all good at separate things. But uh, as the show keeps going and some characters get stronger, they just get left behind in the dust and then sort of they don't do anything. And so, so do the and so there's character growth and everything. Okay, because here's here's my here's my like take on it. I when when Dragon Ball came out, and it was when I was in junior high, high school. I remember that like it it was not cool to like it. And I and I've since learned what a dumb idea that whole idea is of like something being cool or not cool, because. I would have missed out on a lot of things that I love if I would have cared about what high school Chris would have thought. So it's just about growing and everything. And so I missed, I think that's where I missed the train on it. But I know that like okay. it's wildly popular. And so like the, all the characters, you, so you're saying like they're actually are enjoyable to and everything. It's not just, yeah. So because what I always thought it was, was it just was a scene of fights. And that's it. You just were watching people fight. Which I know that that's a, and there's nothing wrong with that because that's that's fun too. I didn't know that there was like a plot, and <laughs> like I did. I didn't. Oh yeah. Okay. It's a, a lot of the plots. Some of the plots definitely go around the Dragon Balls itself. Like someone wants to find Dragon Balls so they can become immortal, so then they can rule forever. Some of them want to find Dragon Balls to bring you know dead emperors back to life, stuff like that. Um, but there is a there is an underlying sort of there's a there's a plot throughout each season, definitely. Um, and it's all about, essentially, the seasons will sort of uh, rhythmically go into fighting the bad guy, defeating bad guy, then next season, so on and so forth. So it is it is very rinse-repeat like that, but the, the characters and the personality keep you on board because anytime Goku isn't fighting, he is 
he has the absolute best personality out of any sort of TV show character, or even in some instances movie characters you can think of, because all he wants to do outside of fighting and training is eat. And <laughs> want, that's all he wants to do is eat. And the things with the Saiyans are, is they're constantly hungry. So anytime you see them eat, it's just piles and piles of dishes <laughs> piling up, and they're, like they're constantly saying they're hungry. It's, it's fantastic. It's Goku is... He's the the perfect character because he, he he would be like the perfect gym trainer as well because he, he's happy, he likes he likes meeting people, he likes making friends, everybody loves Goku. And then when he needs to fight and get serious, he gets serious, and then as soon as the fight's done and the battle's over, he's sorta of like um at at the end of that however you want to take a Justice League film, how Superman's really serious, then at the end he's laughing and he's he's his boy scouty sort of thing. It's it's very similar to that. I I my, I love Superman. He's my favorite superhero, and so this this parallel makes I I totally get it. I love that. Bec- I, I love that that storyline too. Because how do you fight somebody that's so powerful and make that character interesting? It's like oh well, it's all about the villains. Like what kind of villain are you going to throw yeah. against somebody who's basically uh, an unstoppable force? So th- that's I I can see how the the different villains would yeah. be. Oh, was it was it um, was it a comic book before it was a before it became animated before it was a cartoon? It was it was a, it was one of the uh, it was one of the Shojin Jump comic books. So it's it's one of those uh, sort of Japanese style comic books where you read it sort of reverse to front. So that sort of style. Um, I grew up watching it as the as a TV uh, as a TV show as everyone sort of generally got onto it. Okay. Um, you can of course there is the the Japanese original version of it, but I grew up with the US dub. And if you're watching it for the first time, and anyone who's listening who wants to watch this for the first time, I would say watch it with the American because you get that, you still get that charming personality in regards to the Japanese original voiceovers. But having grown up with with particular voice actors being, you know, the particular particular characters, like any time I hear, you know, the voice actor who plays Goku, just say like, "Hi, I'm Goku. I'm, I'm a Saiyan raised on Earth." You just feel that. You get that warmth that you get when you're listening to like certain when you're watching certain scenes in Star Wars or when you're watching the Transformers cartoons as kids. You get that that childhood warmth of like this. I'm safe with this guy. This guy's great. Um, and it was it was on TV as a kid. Like I'd get up in the mornings before school. There's an episode of Dragon Ball Z on, and that was my routine for twenty years. <laughs> now I'm all about nostalgia. I love watching cartoons that I watched as a kid. Like that's the whole reason we got Disney Plus, honestly, so I could watch Gargoyles yeah. and and the X Men around. Oh, Gargoyles is fantastic. And X Men the animated series with my with my kids, but so but now yeah. do you think as an adult it still would be enjoyable for someone who's going to be uh, going into it for the first time? Like it still it still holds that level of, of entertainment. Yeah, I, I think so, especially as well if you're watching this with with your kids as well. Okay. The, first, the very first episode, and be, and because it's it's sort of drawn in the late '80s, early '90s, but it, it's been it's you know dubbed over in, in in English and sort of Americanized music in the background and stuff like that. The first episode is is character introduction for Goku and Gohan, so it's showing that loving personality of Goku. It's showing the pure innocence of Gohan because he's just learned how to walk and he's he's, he's sort of you know learning how to talk and oh, stuff like that as well. Okay. Um, and then as it keeps going, it, it'll introduce like the first bad guy and then it will give you some of the dragon ball didn't really say anything about goku's race it was just he was born with a tail um without ruining anything there's a there's a particular sort of uh, ability that he has with said tail and then in dragon ball z it's sort of it's sort of revelations of what he is what he can do so on so forth um and then as you keep going it, it introduces more characters and stuff like that 
that actually appeals to me because now I, I know you don't have kids, but like I, I could look at it through the, the lens of the dad, you know, too, at the same time. I really yeah, like exactly. that too. And I also just enjoyed it as something fun too. Okay. Um, how long is each, uh, each episode on average? I know that they, so this is something I know of is that there are just like lots of to be continued. Like it's, it's an episode. There is, like, there's a, there's a lot of those. Yeah. But how yeah. long is each individual episode? It's, it's the general sort of Simpsons length, like that 18 minutes or so. Oh, okay. sort of 18 to 22 minutes. So it's, it's not too bad. Um, there is, uh, the longest fight in anime history is in Dragon Ball Z, and it is uh, it is when Goku fights essentially the, the the most renowned villain of essentially all of anime. Really, is this character called Frieza, and the fight goes for, a, I think like a season and a half. Like it's an actually it's a very long fight. Um, it's, it's not a continuous fight, but it'll be like. Ah, that's really funny. That's really. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like a continuous fight, but it sort of flips back and forth. Yeah. So, so they're just like powering up ready to fight and then they throw a punch and then okay next week goku throws another punch oh there that's is, amazing I, th- I think there is there is there's there's the they, they fight with their fists and stuff but they can also sort of shoot energy out of their hands so they've got like signature moves like goku's got a signature move all this sort of stuff okay um, and as it keeps going because goku's learning from new people um he learns how to do a new attack so he's got his like his traditional sort of beam wave attack which is as you know sort of like how ryu has his hadouken he's got a kamehameha which is his, his attack okay. um, and then he learns more attacks as he keeps going and there's one attack in i think it's season three when he fights freezer at one point it takes him four to f- i think four to six from memory episodes to charge that attack so while he's like sitting back charging it he's got Vegeta and Gohan and Piccolo and other characters trying to buy him time while he actually charges up this attack. Okay. That's okay. So, so at the end of each episode, <laughs> at the end of like you know, every episode, it's like, is he going to throw it? Is he going to throw it? And you're sitting there for four to six episodes going, throw the damn ball. <laughs> That's so... I mean, I can see how that would be frustrating as a fan, but now you could just, you know, you could, uh, you know, you don't have to wait till next week for him to, to see that. Oh my gosh. So if yeah. I was going to watch yeah. this, would you say start episode one of Dragon Ball Z? Like, like start off the bat? This is, yeah, this is probably the hardest, hardest way to, to describe it because I, I watched it from episode one. I absolutely love the show. Um, I tried to get my wife uh, to watch it episode one, <laughs> season one as well. And she found it cute and she loved the characters, but uh, you can clearly tell as the show keeps going, they update the outside, the fresher lines, the sharper lines, like because it, it just keeps sort of evolving in regards to its drawing. Um, she started, I think, she sort of started watching around season five, um, and then she watched season five, season six, and then went, oh, wow, this is actually a really, really good show. But then after that main villain of that sort of two-season arc, she was like, okay, cool, I've, I've watched that. I can stop here if I want to stop here, or I can keep going because I know there's more. Um, they did do uh, probably about four or five years ago because Dragon Ball Z ended around 2002, 2003, at least its American release with the dubbing ended around that time. 
um, and they release these, uh, they make Dragon Ball movies, animated movies, and they made this one called Battle of the Gods, which is set after, at the very end of, of Dragon Ball Z, all nine seasons, they made this movie that takes place, I think, a year after the end. And it's, it's a really good jumping off spot, because you can watch that movie, you can watch the second movie that is a sort of a, yeah, a sequel to that movie, but then you can just start on Dragon Ball Super, which is a good way to kick off. Um, but it, for for Dragon Ball, I, I absolutely love Season 1. Season 1 introduces, uh, it shows that Piccolo has gone from a bad guy in Dragon Ball into a into a sort of a Batman-esque character for Dragon Ball Z. It brings back a lot of characters from Dragon Ball who, if you've never watched Dragon Ball, when they bring them on, like when the characters are coming in, they're like, yep, cool, this, this character's Tien, he fought Goku in a, in a martial arts tournament, he has a lot of respect for Goku, this person was a bandit, and he's, he's now a baseball player as well, but like, <laughs> he also knows how to fight, there's, there's all these really cool characters that they bring along that you start to love, uh, and then they just bring in Vegeta as well, and then Vegeta has his second, his, Vegeta is the prince of all Saiyans, so he is, he's sort of, he's a little bit like General Zod for Superman, so he is... Like, uh, he's Saiyan royalty, and he brings his right-hand man, Nappa, with him, and Nappa is this, this Hulk-like character. He's, he's massive, and he's covered in muscles and stuff. So it's it's really, really interesting for Season 1. Uh, and then Season 2, you start to get a little bit more on where Piccolo comes from, his planet, and you get Freezer introduced, and you get some really cool characters. And then as you keep going, characters start to grow up. So Gohan goes from a, a three- to five-year-old, from and then into Season Shit, I think season three, he's probably about seven to eight, and then he goes into his teens, and then he goes into 17, so it's, he starts to sort of age, and then other characters start to have kids as well, and then they come into it. I grew up watching pretty pretty bad animated style. Like, we're, I'm definitely spoiled now with animation. So, like, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, so I could probably... I, I mean, I like starting things from, from episode one on TV shows, especially... Uh, but like also I know that there are like when I would recommend let's just say for example shows like Parks and Rec like I would not say yeah. start with season one I would say you start season two about two or three episodes in depending on like where you think you should start like I don't recommend season one to people so I okay. can so I I understand that sometimes oh yeah it's a, a season is totally skippable but if you say that season one episode one boom get started and that could get you going. I'm totally down with that. You're hitting all the right notes for me with comparing it to Superman and getting into the DC universe because you know how much of a fan I am of that. And yeah, uh, like it sounds fun. And so it's it's definitely kid friendly. I of course right. So I could watch it with my girls easily. Yeah, yeah, you you can watch it. And like and and that's the that's probably one of the things that I know that I watched it when I was around six seven years old as well. Um, sort of growing up and seeing, you know, characters, you know, they shoot energy projections and they fight and they can, they can fly as well. They learn how to fly. Okay. Um, and they, they, they sort of grow with you and they learn new abilities and stuff like that. Um, but showing it for like a two-year-old, maybe not because they might see people punching on TV and they might start doing that at school. But like, no, I think kids around seven, eight years old yeah. will be, will, will love it because there's so many cool characters. The costume design in it is really cool as well. Like Piccolo's got this like big long shoulder padded cape that looks really cool and Vegeta's outfit is awesome 
um, the characters are the, the characters are fantastic. Like there's there's a character for everyone in this show, and everyone gets an equal amount of uh, screen time as well. I mean, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't. Have, they've never acted out from like different like fight scenes of anything. They've watched Marvel movies and things like that. So uh-huh. they'll they'll be. They'll be I reckon good. They'll, they'll love Dragon Ball. That's so yeah, fun. I and love it because. The, the, the charming characters and stuff is fantastic. And so you would recommend... It's fine it being subbed, right? Because my oldest can read uh, subtitles, but my youngest, I mean, she's... She can read, but not that fast. <laughs> so to I, be- I, no, there's a... Put, put, put on the American dubbed version of it, so there are American actors that read it out. Um, I'd just, I just do that rather than... If you want to start it with the Japanese sort of original voices and having it as, as subtitled, you can. Um, I am on the boat of listening to it with the with the American voices because I, I sort of grew up with the American voices and Goku's voice is just... It, it, it's butter. It's just pure butter. <laughs> well, that's... Okay, that's good to know because I know that often among um, anime fans, it's like uh, subs before dubs. I know that's a thing. But... Um, and, and that's... I, I, I'm always curious what you assume. So if you're saying the dub version is fine... Or, or something that you would actually prefer. That's that's great. That's going to make it more enjoyable for yeah. the whole family. Man, okay. So before we before we move on, I want to. So if Superman and Goku fought, mm-hmm. who's going to win the first battle? Um, that's kind of interesting. I I think when it comes to that, like clearly, like they won't be fighting to kill. They'll be fighting for friendly competition sort of thing, just because that's their both their personalities. But I think it also like it, it's got to depend on the the playing field. Like if it's at night time, I think Goku's got more of an edge because there's no sun for Superman. Well, um, Superman is fine if the sun isn't shining on him directly. Like he's a he's a solar yeah, battery. Yeah, like he's fine. I don't know. I I want to say like if you if you're starting at the very start of Dragon Ball, Superman's gonna win hands down. But Goku gets pretty strong throughout the, the the whole show, as well as into Super. He gets exponentially strong where he takes out gods. Um, <laughs> okay. And yeah, it gets it gets really really sort of it gets it sort of god smacked how how strong he actually becomes, but how much he keeps that sort of charming. He, he doesn't get like drunk with power or anything. He's still just the same character. The, just the love um, of the love of the training, then, huh? Just um, the man is yeah, just a training that's, machine. That's, uh, and what? That's and so you, all it is. And so your favorite character in the whole show? Who's your favorite character? It, it's got to be Vegeta. Okay. There's Vegeta is yeah. He starts off as a bad guy, and then he slowly like he he's still a bad guy, and then he sort of creeps into the anti-hero, and he stays in there for a while, and then as you get to the end of the series, it's just like, yep, okay, yeah. He's he's come to the conclusion that like yeah, he's friends with Goku. He's he's friends with everyone. You know, they go over to his place for dinners and stuff like that, and it, it gets very <laughs> funny. Um, I like that. There's, I like there's that even a lot. A, there's even a season in it where like he he has to go he has to go somewhere without spoiling the story, and he hasn't got his battle armor on because it was being cleaned, and he's just wearing this pink polo shirt that says Badman on it, and it's just like <laughs> the guy who was the prince of of all Saiyans, and he's just wearing a pink polo with Badman on it, and he absolutely hates wearing that outfit. The the show is because it's got forty episodes a, a thing as well. It's it's long and there's a lot of filler episodes, so there's just episodes where nothing really happens. But it builds the sort of the characters and the the connection between father and son. Like they'll go out fishing and stuff like that for a whole episode, and it'll be that that sort of fun stuff. So, are there like okay? Let me ask this: Are there lists of like 
skippable episodes? Like if someone wanted to like power through it, are there like people that have compiled lists? There, there is there is a list you can do online. Alternatively, there is uh, a, a different actual version of Dragon Ball Z called Dragon Ball Z Kai, um, okay. and that literally just cuts out all of the filler. And uh, so instead of having the that sort of attack charge for six episodes, I think it's charges for like an episode and a half. <clears throat> Um, they get rid of all of the, the, the sort of the background episodes where nothing really happens and they make it, I think, like 20-something episodes a season rather than 40. Um, so it's, it's a lot easier to breeze through, but I kind of, I prefer having the filler episodes because some of the best episodes are filler episodes where, where nothing is happening, but it's hilarious. Like, okay. it's, that, it's those fun episodes. Oh, okay, so yeah. even a filler episode is still fun, um, so they're... Okay, so they're just, it's not just straight padding. There is some stuff going on. Yeah, it's, just, yeah okay. it's, it's a little bit like it's a little bit when you're watching like the Clone Wars or Rebels. Like, um, the you know this episode doesn't have you know the Inquisitors or Grand Admiral Thrawn, but they're going back to Geonosis, and, you're like, and, and the part of you is going, "Cool, I actually want to see what happens here." Okay. Um, I, I've gotten into a lot of uh, you know Dave from Super Movie Brothers has, has poked my arm every now and then because one of my favorite episodes is a filler episode and it has nothing to do with the bad guy for the main season <laughs> at all. Okay, oh, I like that. Well, what's what season's that from? Let's see. Uh, I, if I do end up be watching as much as I can, yeah. So I think that's around season seven. Um, there's this big bad guy and he's, and he's essentially made this uh, this this tournament that if you have to come and fight me. If you win, I won't blow up Earth and I'll leave. But if I win, I blow up Earth. Like that's that's his rule. <laughs> and he goes, if you don't rock up, I'll just blow up Earth. And um, as they tra- they sort of have a couple of episodes as fillers, they're they're going and training, they're chopping down trees with their bare hands and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and the only person who scares Goku is Goku's wife, and she's just constantly screaming. She hates fighting. She doesn't want Gohan to fight. She wants him to study and become a doctor and go to school. And um and one day she she comes home from you know just getting the groceries and she's being chased by a, a t-rex because there's random <laughs> creatures in this world as well so she's getting chased by dinosaurs and stuff and she tells goku to go get his driver's license because she wants to be driven to the shops to go pick up her food um and goku's like oh, i want to go train and piccolo starts laughing at him and uh, goku's wife turns around and said i've booked in your driver's lessons as well piccolo so goku and piccolo go and get their driver's test in these like wacky casual clothes they're supposed to be these big fighters and they're just driving these like mini style cars <laughs> going slow and turning like they don't need to learn how to drive a car because they can fly and they, they can, can teleport and all this sort of stuff <laughs> like they're ultimate beings yeah That's so like so why does funny. a character who can fly need to get a driver's license they, they it's answer, fantastic it's a it's the, it's it's a fantastic episode. Yeah. That's so funny. I love that, man. Thanks for giving me like the the little like tidbits and extras too that like why it's it's not just about the fights, it's about the characters too cuz oh man, do I love a good fight? Absolutely I do. I I do. Ugh, I love that. You get some fantastic cinematic fights like some some next level MCU star fights. Um, and then you get a lot of comedy cuz they they used to be this sort of um, this sort of like this a Pai Mei sort of Kill Bill style character called Master Roshi. All he wants to do is is uh, ogle women. That's like that's all he does. He's he's looking at like dirty magazines or he's something's going on and he's like oh baby and you, it's, you're constantly laughing at him just because he's this old funny creepy guy and his best friend's a turtle and a talking pig and it's it's fantastic. <laughs> so it's definitely a fantastical universe, right? That oh, that's great, man. I can't wait. All right, so where yeah. can I where can I watch this? Are are these on 
uh, like what? Now, how, I, how? I actually just learned that apparently all of Dragon Ball Z is, is on or coming to US Netflix. No way. I think so, yeah. Okay. Because a, a friend of mine said, yeah, Dragon Ball's coming to Netflix. And I Googled it. It's not coming to Australian Netflix, which I'm fine with. I own them all. But it, apparently it's on US Netflix. So um, that, that that could be the best way to look at it. It'll probably have all the filler episodes, but that's also the best way to just go next episode at the end of the credits. Oh, man. That's fantastic. That's so Okay, that makes it so easy to watch. Um, <laughs> I love I love free because I, I already have Netflix. Well, that's great. Okay. So I get to watch it on Netflix. That is that yeah. is very easy. And that means the fans can watch it on Netflix. Well, this episode may be coming to an end, but the work is just beginning. Duty has given us the TV guide um, for, you know, a, a, a hardcore training sesh on Dragon Ball Z. And so for the response edition of this episode, I'll be spending the week taking as much of Duty's advice as I can fit in, and then I'll report back to you with a special uh, response episode with Elise. Uh, now, in the meantime, I hope you'll try Duty's advice, um, or if you can add more to the conversation with your own expertise, uh, you can contact me uh, on Twitter at or Instagram at like2likethings. That's the number two, like2likethings. You can also leave a message on the like line at 661-279-0130 or uh, via email at I like to like things podcast at gmail.com. Now I'll read or play any of those messages uh, on the response episode if they're positive. Now with all fandom, we know there's a toxic side. Now duty is on here spreading the good word about one of his favorite things. If you are have any type of negativity towards his thing, or if you think he got something wrong, you know how much I don't care. We're just here to enjoy things because isn't that what we're really all here for anyway? Just to just to have a good time. Uh, now, just you have can a all, bit of fun. Yeah, just have a little bit of fun. Let people like what they like. That's the entire thing for this show. Uh, now, if you uh, if you'd like to be on the show, or you have a friend that wants to be on the show, or you think someone that'd be a great guest, please let me know. And um, I'll get them on here too. You can also support the show via Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash I like to like things where you can join people like Mandy, Gerald, the Galindo, and Morgan. So, Duty, where can people find you and your show and anything else that's just all things Duty? Well, I just double-checked for you as well. Uh, Dragon Ball is not on Netflix America. It's in Netflix Japan. But there is a Funimation uh, streaming service in the U.S., uh, and okay. apparently you can get it through that. So there's your, there's your way for you uh, if, for, for people who want to take a look in the US. Um, yes, yeah, so you can find Shaker Not Nerd on, uh, on on all podcasting apps and Spotify and all that sort of stuff. Um, so Mondays in Australia will be the nerd episodes. Uh, and they say Shaker Not Nerd for, for those episodes. But if you want to take, take a look at the video gaming ones, they'll literally just say noob in the title. Uh, if you're looking at it on Spotify and some of the podcasting apps, the photos will be different as well because I changed the photos for people who want to check out certain ones. Uh, and it's all under the Shaker Not Nerd sort of... Uh, family banner and you can do the same thing on youtube if you want to take a look at some video reviews of uh, of games and where can they find you on um social media ah yeah social media uh shaken not nerd on twitter uh i manage the twitter as well so if you're scared of that you'll be talking to fuzzy or ian don't worry twitter is all me uh and then of course yep shaken not nerd on the facebook and i th- we have a twitch we don't really use it but um yeah so facebook twitter and uh, there is instagram as well but we just post memes and a bit of fun on there <laughs> I mean, fun. That's what we're all about. 
Man, thank you so much, Judy, for coming on, bro. I really appreciate it. This is this has been a blast. I always love talking to you. This is great. Thanks, man. I, I can't wait to hear your your thoughts on Dragon Ball because yes, it is it's forty episodes a season, but like, how far did you go? Like, okay, cool. I've watched two seasons. I'm <laughs> loving it. I'm, I'm already halfway through three. Or I only got twenty minutes into the first episode and went, "This is weird," or something like that. Ninety <laughs> percent of things that you like, I like too, and vice versa. I know that. Like, there 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 are very few things that we both don't agree or are great. Now, those things that we don't agree on, uh, I. I'm, I'm shocked always, but you know, to each his own. <laughs> well, at least uh, I support Green Bay. Yeah, I know. I'll see you all next week when the mission is accomplished. And remember, we can make the world a little brighter, a little friendlier, and a little more enjoyable by liking a few more things.